everybody, welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 3, Episode 1, Act 27, Infinity 1, Premonition Part 1. They really like titles in Japan. Uh, stay tuned, guys. We are going to be talking about the episode and some of our thoughts and predictions for the future. We'll see you right after the break. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. <laughs> this is really where the new intro yeah. picks up. You know, like I, yeah. thought, I was a little like on the fence about it at first, and then when it led in with this, I was like, ah, yes, into it. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking about the first episode of the new season of Crystal. It's back. It's better than ever. I'm so excited to be here. If you guys have not done so already, please be sure to go on over to iTunes, subscribe to us there, leave us reviews, let us know what you think. And because uh, we like to hear from you guys. And if we do, we'll give you a shout out on the show. Uh, also, if you are listening on iTunes, be sure to go on over to YouTube where you can also see our lovely faces as well as hearing our lovely voices talk about why we love Sailor Moon so much. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube right now, we are following along with the live chat as well as with our brand new hashtag, ABTVSMC for Sailor Moon Crystal because yes. it's shorter and we really like alphabet soup hashtags here at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> I am Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife, and I am joined by a fabulous returning panel of ladies, Marquia McCarty. Yes, I'm right here. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. It's back. Yay! <laughs> we have season three. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Yay! <laughs> guys. Oh, there's so much. <laughs> So pretty. So obviously we've had a little bit of a break. Uh, the last season of Sailor Moon Crystal ended in July of last year. So we've been kind of in the dark wondering whether or not we were going to get another season at all. And then eventually in uh, earlier this year, they confirmed that they were in fact going to have another season, even though there was a lot of rumors circulating around before that. Yes. Seriously. Like, yeah, there were some where it was like, oh, is it going to get canceled? Is it coming back? And then other people were saying, of course it's coming back it's too strong of a brand to just drop and not do anything with it yeah. so like and then they, out of nowhere like comes the week. announcement yes. Yes. on Thursday yes <laughs> well because they had announced that it was going to be on TV in Japan this time around which is great and I think that's why mm -hmm. they've got the higher budget obviously the animation is so much better this time around but it, yeah oh my god <laughs> so, don't get me started on the animation so, so there definitely was a moment where I think everyone was a little nervous that we weren't going to get a simulcast. We weren't going to get it in the States right away. We were going to basically have to probably wait until the season was over and then Viz would get their hands on it and be able to distribute it in the States and maybe it could have been like a tsunami thing. But Which it, who it, knows how long that could have exactly, taken. Exactly. We because, get everything last. I know. Ah. And they wouldn't have aired it on TV until it was dubbed so it's like it could have been a really long process. Exactly. And then at 5pm <laughs> last Thursday they're like great news guys. It's going to be simulcasting on biz.com, Hulu, and Crunchyroll, and it was like, ah, we got to this together. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah, yeah, but I've been so, so excited for this new season ever since I saw, you know, the earlier little teaser trailers that came out uh, early in March. Did you guys get a chance to check those out before, uh, before going into this? 
I I saw like snippets before right. that. Like I saw mm. the uh, the new ending artwork, thing yeah. that uh-huh. they had. I saw the artwork. I I didn't see any of the official like previews, but right. like, I did see that ending theme ahead of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh girl, it was it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot a lot of feelings around that uh, that ending like, theme there. Man. My biggest. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I was I feel like I was the biggest naysayer on the panel <laughs> like last season because I no, I don't have that attachment to the manga that a lot of people do um, and so all of my nostalgia and attachment comes from the 90s anime which uh, you know you can take it or right. leave it depending right. on your preference oh, I love it. but one of my big problems was the animation last right. year because everything was so rushed I don't I like the CGI and yeah. everything like that mm. and like I guess I hear they have a new director there is a new director this yeah. season and yeah, she's so, worked on a lot of the, uh, the Precure stuff which is a big magical girl anime series that's been airing in Japan for forever. There's like ten of them. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Like that. I think that's like the new thing right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I sit, sitting down and watching this. I'm a little kid again. Yeah. It's so gorgeous. I and and I never got to see this section of the anime uncut. Right. So this is all new to yes. me. I'm just like, this is new Sailor Moon for me, which I haven't had since I was a child. Yeah. This is so great. Yeah. yeah. Something uh, actually, that I love about Oh, I was just gonna say, continue with what you were saying, <laughs> and then I will and then I will share this very uh interesting piece of information from the chat. Continue. Cool. Uh, something that I love about the animation is that it's uh, it seems to be a marriage of the animation that we have had with you know season one two sure. of Sailor Moon Crystal right. and then of like homage to the nineties where it's just it hits all the right buttons. It does. It really does. I mean, um, you can tell in some instances of characters where they still have that season one, season two, mm-hmm. Sailor Moon Crystal thing, like yeah, Ray in her eyes. Yeah. Everything in some of the or, animation. And some of the an- anatomy is still a little very stylized. Yes. It's every now and, and then. It's, it's you know? very stylized. I think that with the new animation, it feels more intentional and stylized. Than they just than, didn't really care. Rather than <laughs> Uncanny Valley going, ah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah like, hey, so, uh, so Mercurius in the chat uh, says uh, that uh, the director, Chikai Khan, only agreed to do the series if they would let her do 2D transformation sequences. Oh, yeah. good yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. a great the, call. The thing is, it's <laughs> like, I was not super bothered by the 3D transformation sequences, but I know a lot of people were. And I have to say, I really like the new 2D transformation sequences. And I was a little nervous going in because there was part of me, because what I liked about the 3D transformation sequences and what I liked about Crystal in general was that it paid a little bit of homage to the 90s transformations, but they were still different. They were like sort of a next level of intensity and like Sailor Mars just had so many flames. Yeah, yeah and, and they, uh, Venus had like a star yeah, path, a star yeah, path, exactly. a star trail. It's like exactly what we needed, but like vamped up yes. to be like in the time now. Exactly, exactly. And so I was nervous that since they were going back to the 2D style, they were going to make basically make prettier copies of the 90s transformations and that's not what they did at all. I actually think they look more different than the original Crystal Transformation sequences. Mm-hmm. They're just beautiful. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a double-edged sword because like fans 
crave new things, but if you stray too far away from what fans loved, then like you almost feel like you're betraying why Absolutely. they fell in love with the series in the first place. So it's true. always hard with, with things like the transformation sequences. It's like, how do we give them something new, right. but pay homage to everything that came before? Yeah. And I think these mm. ones really nailed it. I, I totally agree. I got so... Because I was so afraid, that, especially Sailor Venus's transformation sequence, I just loved how they changed it for Crystal for the first couple seasons of Crystal. And so she was the one I was the most afraid of going back to looking basically like a copy of her 90s transformation sequence. And then when it really looked more like the original Crystal transformation sequence, <laughs> but just amped up and in that gorgeous, gorgeous 2D animation with the body lines, and I just started getting really teary-eyed. Like, I was very emotionally affected by that. And then in the subsequent battle, I was afraid, again, that going back to the 2D animation style, they were going to, for the attack sequences, again, kind of recreate those stock footage It's like, attacks. Right. where and then we, it happens we again do and the again same, in the same way. <laughs> we do the same thing every single episode. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then... When she busted out Venus Wick Chain Sword and she actually had the sword, I was literally sobbing. It was like <laughs> sobbing on my couch by myself, just having a Sailor Moon moment. Pretty sure yeah. my jaw hit the floor because I was like, oh, that's right, they got new powers at the end of the last season that they never got to use. Yep. Yeah, like Jupiter's coconut cyclone. Oh, I was like, what? And I love this. Go coconut oil because it's, you know, it's a powerful anyway. And Jupiter's harnessing totally, that power. Totally, Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So we, we talked a little about the uh, the new transformation sequences and the new attacks, new animation, which is just great. Oh, it's so beautiful. Although this is this is what I wanted yes. season one of Crystal to be. And now that we're here, I'm I I'm like beside myself. Like that critical part of my brain is like, you should still wait. And I'm like, shut up, you. <laughs> Let yeah. me just look at this and enjoy it. Something that did interest me mm -hmm. um, with the transformations, because um, I'm always about um, characters' eyes and emotions sure. and like maturity coming through. And yeah. you know, like in the original '90s one, once it hit that next season, um, Sailor Moon, like she went from being like, "Oh, I'm a kid," to, "Oh, I'm doing this." Yeah, you know, I'm kind a of thing. now. Um, and if you see the transformations here, it's like each one of them—they're so in their element. They're so in their character. It's yeah. like Sailor Moon uh, Usagi is uh, she's kid, but not too kid. Yeah. You know, she's she's had some experience. She's a warrior, but yeah. not too warrior. So I'm wondering if they're going to change that as we go in through the season. Yeah, I, I was so impressed with Usagi in this episode <laughs> because she's not like, I mean, she's still herself. She's sure, still like absolutely. to school. She's still annoyed, um, you know, when uh, when she gets shoved aside, you know, by Chibiusa and everything like that. It it But like, unlike before where like those things were made her feel terrible about herself and like yeah. she was like oh my life is awful and being a magical girl is hard <laughs> she's she is fully accepted yeah. the responsibility and just there's so much maturity yes. and like the fact that she can also discern when things are wrong and not yeah. right oh, she, totally. like her intuition is has like jumped ahead based on her experience yeah. and she mm -hmm. can tell something's happening and something's coming yeah, I like that there's not so much crybaby no no, not at all. I mean, it's very much kind of a, a, a sort of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing, <laughs> wherein Love it. she 
has this destiny that she has to fulfill. And there is part of her that will always be a normal girl and that might always think, oh, it might have been nice to have a normal life. And she's enjoying having this time of peace. But she even says, you know, I don't think that this is going to last long yeah. because I'll feel happy and content. You know, when uh, when she and Mamaru meet up before school and, uh, and Chibiusa runs off with her friends and then they're about to kiss and then he stops... She doesn't get upset the way like a like teenage crybaby Usagi would get upset. She's very mm-hmm. much like it goes it's like this all the time. It's constantly back and forth of like I am in this really happy, great, content place, we're in this wonderful time of peace. And then every other moment I feel uneasy and I just know this isn't gonna last. But when I am together with all my girls, <laughs> we got this. Because that that was another thing that I that I really enjoyed about this episode of Crystal was I felt that we put a lot more focus on the other girls. Yes. Yes. I like the um the meetup when um, yeah, everybody at the goes arcade. To, yeah, uh, one of the things that I was worried about with this episode is mm-hmm. that a whole lot of it would be okay, recap. Yeah. Hey, here's this person. Oh, remember them? They did this funny yeah, thing. Yeah, such and totally. Such. When it's like, yeah, hey, we're going to wrap all of that up right here in the arcade. You see them in their element, and then right after we introduce everybody, uh, we're going to throw them into a race together. So you can exactly. see how they go. Yep, yep totally. <laughs> what, yeah. what I really, uh, again, not to, not to harp too much on season one and two, but like, for one of the big criticisms that a lot of people had was that the Sailor Scouts felt like they were more like Usagi's cheerleaders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than like having all of that personal oh, yeah. interaction and character development. And here, they felt like a team. They felt like a family, and they felt personally defined. Absolutely. Well, and on yes. top of that, it's like the people that beat the Diamond in the fight, it was Venus and Jupiter. Sailor Moon didn't do anything. It was great. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you mean for this particular part? For oh, this yeah. episode, yeah. 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 So, uh, and I actually like that, where because then it can escalate. Exactly. If you have, like, these two uh, Sailor Guardians can do it on their own for this one, then yeah. it's like, great. Okay, yeah. that's good. So we know that we can have split-off battles. Yeah. And we know that totally. if Usagi has to get involved, then that's, oh, yeah. that's the ish Absolutely. There. Uh, Emily in the chat says, uh, to the topic of us discussing uh, the the further fleshing out of uh, the, the additional characters, not just Usagi and Mamoru, uh, Emily in the chat says uh, that I really liked that Sailor Venus had more of a leadership role, and I totally agree <laughs> with you. And that's and that's something that we, we see from her, especially in this act of the manga, is her really coming into that leadership role. But I also also liked that they incorporated that kind of like fun girlish side of her too because I you know she's the big sister character she's she's the mommy from Madoka she's Yang from Ruby she's the general yeah 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 well she was she she was very similar to Usagi but she's been at this the longest so she's like the veteran of the group yes but I I did love her and Makoto's reaction to Haruka because (laughs) that is the appropriate reaction <laughs> to that character. Well, I love yeah. that when um, when they're at the racetrack, you just see these legions of girls cheering for her. I know. Here's the thing, girl. Okay, this is all going on before she and Michiro go to school. So basically, like mm. we see Michiro and she's like swimming her laps, doing her thing because she's is like that, the graceful. Because she's technically amazing. a spoiler for anybody who doesn't know who might be watching. I guess it is technically a spoiler. Because but they, I mean, the ending and the opening yeah, sort of give yeah, away. They kind of do. Again, it's like they, they look exactly the same. They just look like themselves wearing Sailor Fuku. So yeah, I think I think it might only be a spoiler for people that only saw the 
90s dubbed. Because um, <laughs> then they're like, oh, I don't know. What's Ooh, this relationship? Or people Cousins. Who, people who did come into Crystal having not seen any. Because apparently, apparently there are new fans yeah. with Crystal, which I would never have guessed. But um, because, like, I'm like, what? People have different life experiences than me? That's weird. Yeah. Um, but apparently there were people who came into Crystal for the first time. So, yeah. technically Spoiler, but it's it's good. Adjust, if you seen adjust, any promotional material? Yeah, adjust to it now because this is this is this is not a thing. Yeah, this exactly. is not a thing. Yeah. They're gorgeous characters. Oh my gosh. And, oh my god, so talented. Oh my, so great. So incredibly talented. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and they have a really great relationship I'm, together. I'm loving Haruka and Michiru oh. so far this so, season. Do I they mean, take yeah. helicopters to school? They do. Yes. <laughs> they, yeah. Not not only do they take, wow. and that is correct. They take helicopters plural to school. They yes, each have their separate. own helicopter. Now, they're the, rich. There's something that's, that's, uh, that's kind of interesting uh, about this episode is, well, it, it just the translation in general, is that they're referring to it in the subtitles as the Mugen Academy. So Mugen Gakuen translates to Infinity Academy. And so in the translations of the manga that I read, it was always Infinity Academy. So I'm really interested to see once they dub this, if they keep it the Mugen Academy or if they make it... Well, and oh. speaking of um, speaking of translations, mm-hmm. um, in the subtitles they do refer to uh, Uranus as he, uh, yes. and um, and I but I know that <laughs> Japanese and granted I don't speak Japanese but right. I know that Japanese uses some gender right, neutral right, right. pronouns. Yes, so I'm wondering, are. are they specifically using the because I don't speak Japanese? Yeah, unfortunately. I, I'm are they using very curious he or the gender neutral? It's so if we know probably gender neutral. I don't. I all I know is that. In the 90s anime, in the, like, race car episode, at the end of it, Haruka's like, I never said I was a boy. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling it probably is a gender neutral. Again, I don't I don't speak enough Japanese to, to know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I do, I do right. want to give a shout-out to It's Omar 7, yes. where he said, 20-year spoilers <laughs> don't exist. I, know. Oh, wow. I, just, I was looking so at that exact fantastic. same thing. So good. But I am curious as to whether or not it is a gender neutral pronoun or not, because I I want to know whether or not Haruka is like I'm pretending to be a boy or like for whatever I, you know, facade they're I putting on never... or if it's just like I'm not making a big deal about it if that's the assumption they want to make that's the assumption they're it's, making I feel like it's the latter uh, again you know yeah. I I have it's I'm sort of now rereading the manga as we go into all the various acts of this season I don't think it's like it's not a it's not meant to be deceitful, and they and they did the same thing with uh, um, in uh, Nouveau Voyage, which was the new Sailor Moon that co- which is Sailor Moon musical that covered this story arc, where basically like Haruka was this J-pop star, obviously, <laughs> um, and uh, and she had tons of girl fans who all like assumed. She was a boy, but she's not like really trying she's not to advertise. Yeah. No, no, not it's at just all. Just like she's just being herself. Yeah. And it's like if people put a gender specific thing yeah. on that, then you know that's more about those people than it is about her. True. That's their so, well so said. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just. It's so great to see these characters like in their full glory as they were intended to be, and. 
I also really like, again, I think, Megan, you pointed out, or Kia, that they have, like, this very great relationship with each mm-hmm. other. I mean, especially because, you know, sort of the conclusion of that scene where they're all at the arcade and Haruka gets into a racing match with Usagi and Makoto <laughs> and Michiru has her encounter outside with Mamoru, which was really interesting. Yeah, she yeah. dropped her mirror. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> okay, first off, um, how deep are those pockets? Uh, that uniform's awesome. Yeah. But it's like, you just, yeah. You just dropped it. Yeah. Right, right there near the prince. Yeah. Uh, the king. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I, it's so funny, again, um, because it took so long to obtain those items in the in the 90s anime. When she Ooh. when she just dropped it, I was like, they've had them all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's different. It's different. It's so different. But yeah. like I was like, whoo, that saves us what, 30 episodes? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like where were they part? fighting crime? Yeah. You know? It's, yes. it's like with Sailor V. She was, yeah. you know. It's like, where so were you all this time? time? Oh. Totally. Yeah. What well, exactly? Maybe they were what fighting are, in America. What have they been up to? Uh, <laughs> Andrew Eller in the chat points out that um Haruka uses Boku to refer to herself, which is a it, it is a male way of referring to oneself. It's not uncommon, however, especially in anime for like like tough girl characters to use Boku, so you know, yeah. But I don't think again. I don't think yeah, it's Boku like her. Yeah, honestly. it's not like her trying to be like I'm a dude. It's her being like I'm tough. I'm doing nothing. Or it might just be a societal thing. I mean, yeah. think about it. When we refer to a mixed group of people, we call them you guys. Yeah. But it's like they aren't all guys, True. so therefore they shouldn't be called oh, you guys. Absolutely. So I know more a lot of people who just called everybody dudes. I'm one of those people. I, like, I call yeah. everyone dude. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of gender. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk a little about the bad guys and what's going on so far this season. That ominous voiceover. Dude, (laughs) the opening was terrifying. (laughs) It was just like creepy fish fountains and a scary voiceover and like foreboding, foreshadowing (laughs) talismans in the sky. (laughs) Well, and shadowy figure yeah. with hair and eyes. Yeah, well, yeah. and yeah, and it was it was very interesting because like uh, you see this glowing kind of floral looking crystal right. type mm-hmm. deal, and then you see what kind of looks like an amorphous like shadowy figure. Mm. And I was like, like the last time we saw like a, a shadowy type thing, that was like Queen Metallia. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a throwback. That and they totally. call them Pharaoh, right? Yeah, Pharaoh ninety. Yeah, that's the thing. What kind is, of name is that? So Pharaoh. <laughs> There were 89 other pharaohs. Who's the toughest? Yeah, the the 90th one, guys, is the most important one, clearly. Not the 100th. He's a pushover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we get sort of introduced to, okay, Pharaoh 90 is something. (laughs) Something powerful. It sounds like a type of electronic, like the Pharaoh 900. There you go. I am Pharaoh. I don't know what sort of electronic that would be, like if it's a vacuum or something. I have no idea. It's like if he was in a chat room, there's already Pharaoh. Exactly. It's okay, I was born in 90 anyway, that's fine. <laughs> uh, and we also get introduced to Kaora Knight. I don't know how the, to pronounce her name. They called her Kaori Knight in the 90s anime. It's like, sometimes you see it with an L, sometimes you see it with an R. You know, anyway, Kaora Knight is what I call her. Well, I mean, we'll have a definitive answer when, sure. the Viz gets, when this one gets yeah, dubbed. Whenever that yeah. Sailor Moon S dub comes out, Viz Sometime soon, please. Thank you. <laughs> They'll announce it like three days before it comes out. But yeah, it is. It, it will be nice to get like a definitive on Answer, that. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. I always thought Kaori Knight was an interesting. Kaori Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. It's like, what are they after? 
character. Yeah. It's like, what's the end game? Well, one of my here? favorite interactions in the whole episode was between Kenji, Papa, and Chibiusa when they were talking about <laughs> how these people With were the most <laughs> chill newscaster <laughs> ever. Yeah. A horrible abomination <laughs> sprouted from a human being so and, like, cons- uh, and just uh, like, like, you know, oh, oh, Megan. <laughs> those reversions. <laughs> a reversion. Yeah, the reversion. Another reversion happened right. today. No, right <laughs> outside my garden. Yeah. But that was the thing was like, Chibius is like, what's a reversion? And he's like, I think they're talking about how like people were gorillas once. So it's like a de-evolution. What? <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. That's absolutely horrifying. That's that's like Tales from the Crypt. No, horrifying. totally. Well, and it's really scary the way that it happens too because basically what, what we sort of get from um, Kaolinite's interaction with uh, Pharaoh 90 is that she is that like they're looking for hosts for the diamonds, which are like the Yoma or the droids of this season. And when they find hosts, it doesn't like inhabit their body, it like engulfs their body and turns them into a giant shadow Which demon. Yeah, it's so, so different. Yeah, it's kind of like Matrixy, so it's using them as a battery to yeah. power the diamond. I, I mean, same same idea of like feeding off of people's like energy and like aura, I suppose, um, in order to obtain power or whatever. Sure, sure. But, um, but yeah, completely different. And and every every other like monster I feel like we've seen prior to this, like every every time a person turned into a monster, it was always still a humanoid type monster. Yeah. This yeah. is like the first bit of like Lovecraftian horror that we've <laughs> totally. seen. Hey, at least they're not just dusting people. That so is true. At least there's that. No, nope, that's know, we, totally we true. We brought that person back. Yeah. We have them. Yeah. yeah. Call yeah. an ambulance. Goodness. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, we never we never see the police anywhere in Juban, but apparently they do have hospitals because Makoto says to call an ambulance. Can I can I say something? I I, I really love like this this whole time period and this whole place where they are, where they just saw these superheroines like totally save this person, you know, the monster dust, you know, out and nobody has their phone out. Like not not for nine one one, not for anything. They forgot they weren't in the 90s anymore. (laughs) But I I will say that, like, that is, that was probably my my biggest criticism about this episode Mm -hmm. was that, like, you know, when the fight was done, they were surrounded by people. And I was like, did they transform in front of all these people and no one said it? Listen, if you want to understand why, you just got to watch Cute High Earth Defense Club, love. It is a magical boy series. They explain oh. all of this. I'm, I'm just saying, I can't, I can't, if I have two layers of shirts on, I can't take off an outer layer of shirt Seriously. without someone looking without at me. Without causing right, a scene. Right. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if this, if they're, like, if Monster, I mean, and the Sailor Scouts have been around. <laughs> the Sailor be mad at you. <laughs> that was like, did, you, did someone from Biz, oh. like, possess you to slap yourself? <laughs> the Sailor Senshi have been around for a while now in the city. <laughs> and so, and they've dealt with monsters and nearly apocalyptic stuff. So it does make sense, actually, that the newscaster would be like, oh, yeah, another monster. That's no big deal. That's yeah. Actually, that's totally <laughs> fair. Actually, we'll, we'll be um, safe, Meg. Yeah. So, so how about that new, you know, biscuit recipe we have? <laughs> Next 
topic. <laughs> we go to Dan for the weather. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the chat, there's some conversation about um, the diamonds of the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal versus the diamonds of the 90s anime, which I are actually the most ridiculous looking monsters of the week we've gotten yet. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Brian in the chat says, I like these ones. They're a lot more true to the manga and they're actually scary looking instead of looking like a lamp come to life, which is literally what the diamonds were in the 90s anime. It was oh, like, yeah. They, it's like, not yeah, the arms. Exactly. And, it, and, they, would, and they, they would like send the like evil diamond seeds down and the hosts that they used were not human bodies. They were literally objects. Yes. <laughs> so like there was a car that came to life. And, yeah. So many things. <laughs> so many things happened. Uh, yes, but basically we leave this episode with, uh, and as somebody who reread the manga act right before this, I was very, very surprised to find that this episode ended halfway through the manga act. And that mm. is part of the reason why it was so good because it didn't have the pacing issues that the first couple seasons of Sailor Moon Crystal did. Good point. It gave, mm. They were like clipping they, oh, along. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that went with that whole um, not real having a character. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that the Megan was talking totally. About. Yeah. I felt like they finally gave them the scene some time to breathe because when you're reading a comic, like your brain is filling in space between panels, and when you try to just go panel to screen, it just, it feels so fast. <laughs> and this time around, I felt like, yeah, we got to spend a little bit amount of time with each character. We got some quick little reminders about what was going on. We got set up with, like, what's going on with the bad guys. Just enough that we're interested and not, like, so confused that we're like, well, forget it. We, like, really want to know more. And so it basically ends with them at the, in the command center being like, it's time. We got to go investigate the Mugen Academy see what's going on because all of the people who've been targeted and been turned into these diamonds are students there yeah because basically as as we learn the mugen academy is like it's kind of like a really fancy magnet school it's yeah like I, I think the way uh venus <clears throat> described it was like it's a school where tons of idols go well yeah we're like we're basically like, <laughs> like exceptional that. people go like people who are ultimately going to be famous people who for take something helicopters mm -hmm. to class yeah <laughs> that's the place where they go yeah, man. Definitely. Can you can you imagine like being in that kind of academy and you're like top of the top everywhere else? I know. But maybe there you yeah, come you're in. You're just like just underneath. You're the Asagi. Yeah, exactly. You're the Asagi of your class. It's like oh, it would be humbling. You're, you're, yeah. You're you're Ami everywhere else, but yeah. you're Asagi. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. literally like big fish in a little pot. Totally, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, it's really, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I loved the scene where they were talking about where um, Minaka was explaining the Mugen Academy with, with stars in her eyes, being like, I wish I could transfer there because then I can stock idols. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but that there was, because I think another one of the things that just shows that like Toei really, really listened to fans' reactions to the first couple seasons of Crystal because... It, the biggest complaints were the animation. Everybody hated those 3D transformations, <laughs> and also I didn't mind them. Well, yeah, I didn't. They were fun. Yeah, I didn't. They, they didn't really. Pokemon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it didn't yeah, bother like, me that much either. The internet, like, but the internet hated but it. But the yeah. internet and like even even somebody like myself who wasn't a fan of them, I wasn't going on like message boards and right. like going, I like, hate these. But there, there was, was so a lot many, of hate. Hashtag so raise it to the ground. People who are that passionate about right. what they're watching, that right. that's what they do. And the other mm -hmm. thing that people felt was kind of missing was some of the humorous elements, and I think they did a good mm -hmm. job of incorporating some of that. And, and I, I quote this scene in particular. 
because, you know, we're seeing this kind of fun side of Minako's character. And meanwhile, Ray's like, Usagi, it's for geniuses. That means you have nothing to do with it. She's like, oh, Ray, you're so mean. But not in the way that, like, she's super, they're catty to each other in the 90s anime. It was just Ray being like, yeah, that's right. I got my stuff together. You don't. And then Ami following up with, oh, Ray, you don't have to be so honest. And then Usagi doing her little spin with the super deformity in the background and like, oh, it's the finishing blow. Yeah. I remember the part where I was like, oh, good burn. <laughs> nice. Super cute, by the way, was when they put the helmet on Usagi. Oh, I know. It was adorable. I'm like, I don't know how her buns fit, but that's so cute. It was cute. Yeah, she hated yeah. it. Oh, she hated I liked, it. I liked uh, how Horika was automatically... Yeah, yeah, I like you, Bunhead. Yeah, like, oh, you're cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the fact that and the fact that she was like, we should race again sometime, and she's all like into her. Uh, <laughs> and then when they're when they're leaving, uh, Michiru says something to Haruka, being like, "You're getting awfully close with that girl there." And she's like, and Haruka says to Michiru, she's like, "Are you jealous of Michiru?" I was like, "Nah." <laughs> Ultimate woman, like she yes. has nothing to be oh concerned like, about. God. Nope, elegant, talented, oh God. not Saves insecure. She's a violinist. Uh, She's like a world class swimmer. She's beautiful hair, gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she does green like nobody's business. Yeah, uh, yeah, just so so promising. And uh, one other good thing, not to not to jump around. No, but, um, not at all. But like when uh, when Usagi was annoyed with Chibiusa, and she did that little deformed, oh, and it, it looked like speaking of like bringing things from the page to mm-hmm. the screen, that felt like something that was very true to both the '90s anime and the oh, manga. Very true to the manga. Without yeah. feeling out of place, I like, agree. It felt very seamless. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that they integrated the the super deformities and things in a very smart, seamless kind of way where it felt like something popping off the manga page, not an antiquated, you know, sort of visual gag that they used a lot in, in 90s anime in general. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Although I'm, I am looking forward to if they have one where she's, like, falling on her face. Oh, completely. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, all just, about that. Just give me one. Totally. I love that. Yep, the definitely. leg in the air, like, twitching a little. <laughs> definitely need that. I think that would not be out of place when they go to uh, investigate the Mugen Academy, which they're going to be doing next week, uh, mm-hmm. getting getting in there and uh, seeing what's what. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you think that um, they know who they are already? Uh, Uranus and uh, well, uh, Michiru and, and Haruka. Haruka. Oh, do, do you think that they already know? I feel like Michiru and Haruka. Of... They They know what's up. They mm-hmm. you know they, they seem smart and they showed up there and yeah. Oh, you mean you mean do do Haruka do the girls know who Haruka and Michiru are? Do Haruka no, 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 and Michiru know around. that they're oh yeah? Do Haruka and Michiru know that the girls yes. are? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think she would make a comment about like maybe you were a prince <clears throat> in a past life oh. because <laughs> I have this mirror that shows like, who we were in past lives yes. and it's just so interesting that I randomly <laughs> ran into you here yeah. and. Yeah. You're happy to be a king. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't pay (laughs) me any mind. No no worries. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, And then uh, while we're on the topic of of, uh, Uranus and Neptune, though, I guess technically we don't know that they're Uranus and Neptune yet, but we definitely know. Yes. Uh, (laughs) That ending credits. Do you have any idea how amazing that is that going from like with the 90s where they were just cousins. like, oh, they're cousins, they're cousins, to where they have this gorgeous, beautiful ending that is mm-hmm. reminiscent of uh, Mamoru uh, san. Um, I'm gonna, Mamu-chan. Yeah, yeah, Mamoru, you're good, you got Mamoru, it. thank you. Uh, and Usagi, and they have this beautiful, epic, everything from them being a uh, sailor guardian, oh, uh, sailor senshi. Sailor senshi. <laughs> yeah, guardians is good. Uh, guardians, guardians is fine. Okay, it's fine. Okay. is the one that... 
it's done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag and face I, slash. I will, that's not the last time I'm going to slap myself. I apologize. But it's like this epic, beautiful love story told in the ending. And that's just... Thank you. I'm glad that we've come this far. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Is it like um maybe maybe this is just my western like centric view of like things, but I know that when they when they create anime and manga now, they they very much do it with their international audience in mind and very specifically their western audience in mm-hmm. mind, not just the domestic market. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't like Maybe it's selfish to think this, but I was like, is this for us? Because we were deprived of this for so long. You know what's really interesting? I I was talking about this with somebody earlier today about how in the 90s, I remember because I had read this act of the manga already when it started airing on TV in the States. And I remember thinking, like, what are they going to do? Because, you know, this was like 2000, 2001. And in my mind... And you saw what they did with Zoysite. Yeah. And as a kid, I was like, what... I was like, what are they going to do with this storyline? Like, these girls are lesbians and that's how it should be. That's just... Mm -hmm. That's the story. It's not a big deal. It's not a plot point. It just is. And I remember trying to watch the Cloverway dub of Sailor Moon S and going, I I can't watch this because I I would watch it and just keep telling myself, not cousins, not cousins, not cousins. <laughs> like they are lovers. They they are. And so I and I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, Cloverway I hate to say made it worse because it's not work. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing mm-hmm. um, to have that kind of representation in a show that is aimed at kids. But I also think that 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 the way they butchered Sailor Moon, they basically created incest. <laughs> so, even more incest even than oh, it's no. incest. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, like oh. there's already some incestuous tones in Sailor Moon. This was like straight up added incest by the oh English God. dub of it. So I almost think in some ways, never even because Cloverway botched it so badly, I think we started to actually see more homosexual relationships portrayed just for real in wow. children's it television. Just, it just kind of changed my childhood a little bit. <laughs> yep. I didn't even think about that. They were like, hey, it's okay to have really close kissing cousins. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's not how I treat my cousins. (laughs) Yeah, I I was fortunate enough to uh, see the uh, subtitles before I saw the dub. So I was like, oh, well, this is just weird. So it was already in my head that it was an actual relationship. Yeah, absolutely. But now it's like, yeah, they... Oh, yeah. oh, that makes me... Now it's a weird taste in your right, mouth, yeah. and you're yeah. like, ugh. There but, isn't enough Coca-Cola in the world. <laughs> but also, you know, like, how great is it that, you know, young people who this is their introduction to Sailor Moon, like, this is what they're going to see. Yeah, this and or the Vizda. Yeah. And where, yeah, where nothing is cut out. Yeah, and they just keep it as it was intended to be. And that's a really good thing. Yeah. No. I mean, I sort of ship everybody with everybody in Sailor Moon, so, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Well, I, I'm excited because I never got to see uh, these episodes uncut. I I, oh. I had to watch the, the butchered English dub, so I never got to see those episodes uncut. So this is the first time I actually get to see them as they were intended, so I'm really excited. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, such a, such a strong start to this season. It, it, it makes me really, really hopeful that like we're getting the Sailor Moon Crystal that we deserve. Uh, and what we're, it looks like we're on the right track. Yeah, totally. Yes. And uh, with the future in mind, let's dive into some predictions. And now, oh, there it is. Oh, pink lights. I like it. Perfect. 
Listen, this only covered one half of the manga act that I just read, so I'm just going to sit here and yeah. let you guys go. <laughs> well, based on the preview, it looks like we're, uh, we get more of an introduction to Saturn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because uh, because we only got to see her for like two seconds. I know, but mm-hmm. how great was it seeing her, her little like awakened destruction and her flashback, spoilers-ish. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff is coming oh, down the way. Um, but yeah, I think when they go to investigate the academy, I think um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun shenanigans mm-hmm. because I I love when they have to infiltrate a place because they are just so adorable <laughs> when they do. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun. And then yeah, it looks like there's a fight on a bridge. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I think um, that we might see the disguise pin again. Oh. I think maybe something like that. Interesting theory. Uh, to, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I haven't read. Um, but uh, I think like uh, Usagi's going to do something like, oh, I'm going to make myself a principal. It's like, wait, <laughs> the principal of that school is very well known. Yeah. <laughs> a visiting principal. Yeah. Right, something like that. And I think um, oh, I, I, I don't think that we'll get uh, Uranus and Neptune in it this time with mm-hmm, powers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think that they'll watch them and they'll be like, "See, yep. I told yeah, you." So they're that's they're going to be hanging out, um, like watching and observing for a little while, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me wonder what their end game is, because uh, you know, if, in the '90s anime, yeah. they they had a very specific goal. Yes. It was very much the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yes. yes. And so I'm wondering, I'm like, is that what they're going for? Because they weren't right. They weren't bad guys, no, but no, they no. could they be well, antagonists. They seem intense though, like that. Because remember, they were very, they were very like blinders on. This is how yes. it, how they it like, goes. They were like these these magical objects that we need to get. They will cost these people their lives, but right. this yeah. is for the good of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, I, I felt like they were a little bit more chill. You know, like they went to the arcade. Kind of <laughs> well, again, they they seem more calculating yes. here. Like again, they're scoping out the sailor senshi. They're you know they're they're watching and they're waiting for to make some sort of move. Yep. So yep. I'm yep. very yep. intrigued as to what that is, yeah. and. I'm just wondering how long until Pluto comes back. Aww. That's all. Don't yeah. worry, she's coming. I'm sure. Uh, Brian in the chat says, predictions, Kalanite being fierce. Uh, <laughs> and ordinary passerbyer says, uh, Megan, you're close, but so far off. Ooh. So it's not on a bridge, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually underneath the bridge. Okay, so, that makes yeah, so yeah, much exactly sense. close, but like not quite. Not yeah, quite. Yeah, absolutely. Big big difference between being uh, <laughs> on, on the bridge, the bridge versus the bridge. under the bridge. Yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and with that being said, let's dive into a little minor uh, news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> For any of you guys who may not be aware, the Sailor Moon Crystal Cafe is a phenomenon that has been occurring all over Japan. They've been doing many pop-up cafes periodically, basically all as part of the sort of 20th anniversary celebration of Sailor Moon. Well, the newest one that is opening up in Roppongi starting on April 16th is going to feature, wait for it, a Sailor Moon burger! <laughs> We've got an image of it here to share with you guys. Uh, oh as you can see, it uh, the bun is pink and it resembles the henshin brooch. And it also seems to come with a side of heart-shaped tater tots. <laughs> and a, a star wedge? A moon wedge? Yeah. A cheese? No, it's probably an egg. Oh, a moon wedge of cheese, yeah, on, yeah. The, uh, on the tater tots. I'm saying it looks like to me the burger's got... Um, uh, bacon egg? and egg on it, yeah, which yes. is very popular uh, on burgers in Japan. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. Umami, they do that. Yeah, yeah they do. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, <laughs> I think this looks adorable, but when I see the pink, I'm like, oh, it's the top of a cupcake. No. Uh, <laughs> no you're going to be not real not disappointed. Megan, you should no. probably not eat this burger because you would eat into it being like, oh, it's going to be sweet and... This is not I, what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> this is juicy savory. Although, okay. like, how great are, like, Sailor Moon themed confectionery oh treats? Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like the little cookies. I know, I know. I love it. It's like I love Luna, and I'd love to eat her even more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like one of these one of these days we'll have to make like Sailor Moon confectionery treats to enjoy Ooh. on the show. Yes, I think yes, I think that. that's uh, that's, think a that's a pretty good, good plan. Uh, that's it for news and gossip this <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> that is a really cool nothing, looking burger. Yeah, not, yes. nothing too major, but just a, a fun little piece of uh, information to share with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we uh, say farewell? Oh, well, I'm looking forward to uh, the, not only the second part of this, but just the rest of it. This yeah. is such a great like first note totally. for the rest of this totally. amazingness at Sailor Moon Crystal. I'm so glad that they are doing it, and I'm I'm actually really really glad that I'm doing it with the two of you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's, re- it's really fun to be yeah. back. <laughs> I I teared up watching watching this. I, I didn't cry. I was fine, but like I definitely teared up. And this is the most excited I've been to yeah. be a Sailor Moon fan. Yes. In, in literally over a decade. Yes. Like, I, I'm very happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited for everything that this season has to bring. And uh, Jeff Beerbaum in the chat says that we should make uh, Sailor Moon confections for the finale. So, challenge Ooh. accepted. Uh, in the meantime, Megan, where can people find you on the internet? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Marquia McCarty. Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram because, you know, sometimes I put up pictures. Uh, it's <laughs> at Markia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, and if you love live comedy, uh, you can see me. I'm an improviser. Uh, tomorrow I'll be doing uh, comedy with... Um, uh, hearing impaired people is a oh, deaf, yes, deaf comedy. Really cool. Yes, it'll be um, at the Pack Theater in Hollywood. Uh, it starts at eight o'clock, and I'll put it on my Twitter if you want to stop by. It's a free show, awesome. so it's gonna be great. Interpre- interpreters improvising. Uh, improvisers. <laughs> I love oh it. And I'm Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet, wherever Emma Fife's are sold, at Emma Fife, which is my name. You can see me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. Face Off is winding down uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, we got just a couple more episodes left doing Transformers Robots in Disguise with the lovely Megan over here, as well as several others. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll know all about it. And of course, if you are Sailor Moon fans, which you should be if you're watching the show, I also do another Sailor Moon podcast called Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast where we really get down into the nitty gritty of all the different versions of Sailor Moon and we will have a new episode posting tomorrow morning so be sure to check that out. Thank you guys so so much for joining us tonight. We're so excited to be back. Uh, Again, be sure that you go over to iTunes, leave those reviews, subscribe all that good stuff. Give us those thumbs up on YouTube. It makes us look good and helps us get super cool guests in here which we should have some coming in this season. Uh, We'll make more announcements about those as that uh, all comes together. We will be at 11 p.m. so we're going to be super duper late next week uh, but after that every Monday we'll be in here at 10 p.m. talking Sailor Moon Crystals so uh, hopefully we will see you guys again. Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. And in the name of the moon, I'll punish you. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.